dairy. Well, that's for us poors who don't have four hundred thousand dollars to spend on a wedding. We poors have to cut the list. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Aunt Kathy. I have an Aunt Kathy, but but if you did, fuck her. So. <laughs> that's right. You're not coming. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the twelfth episode of Hey Beautiful. How's it going, Caitlin? It is going. How about you, Kate? Woo, it's good. It's good. Good to see you. Good to see you, as always. Taping a little bit early this week, hoping to get a jump on episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really wanted to do this episode and the next one pretty close together because they're they're very closely linked. Yeah. And uh, if you're here for a fight, <laughs> it's going to be next episode. But this is the, the episode leading up to the fight that we have about certain characters. Well, a differing difference of opinion, you know? Yeah, and that's good. That's what, uh, that's what keeps us spicy, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. So just, sure. just a few reminders before we jump into the wedding. If you want to subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes, you can do that and not miss an episode. And also, if you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be fantastic. Yeah. If you're loving us. Right now, we have five ratings so far. Woohoo! None of, of which by stars. us. None of which None of them us. by us. Four out of five stars. Someone gave us a one star, but whatever. That's all right. Nobody asked you, Patrice. No, they did not. So, yeah, so iTunes and SoundCloud, you can subscribe and give us a rating if you'd like. No pressure, no pressure. And also, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Hey Beautiful Pod. And also, if you want to send us a legendary moment via email, you can do so at Hey Beautiful Podcast at gmail.com. And um, for anyone that's just tuning in, a legendary moment is your favorite moment from any upcoming episode. So if you want to send us a legendary moment, send it to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com and we will read it out on the show. All right, you ready to talk about the wedding, Caitlin? Yes, ma'am. Okay, here we are at season one, episode 12, The Wedding. This first aired on January 9th, 2006, and the director... Per usual, Pamela Fryman. Mm-hmm. And the writer is Courtney Kang. Yeah. Lady writer, back Lady again. Lady writer, yep. You might so remember that... her from Return of the Shirt. Excellent episode. Mm-hmm. Courtney does good work, so we're excited to talk about this. Yes, we are. All right, so now it's 2006, and uh, future Ted is talking about, you know, how you're single, you get to that age where everyone's getting married, and he's looking at this uh, wedding invitation and he's talking about it's really more of kind of seeing where do you see yourself in three months? Will you be alone? Are you going to have a date? Um, Ted is an optimist, so of course he thinks he's going to have a date. So he tends to check yes if he's going to be uh, bringing a date. I think that's pretty generous. I feel like of the people having the wedding, I feel oh, like yeah. uh, nowadays, if you're not seriously dating somebody, it's not uncommon to not get a guest, right. a plus one. Yeah. Um, uh, one yeah. thing I thought was interesting, I um, paused so I could look and read the invitation, and it has yeah. the wedding date as 2005. What? Yeah, and I also read that, um, I read this somewhere else too, the huh. date of the wedding isn't on like a Saturday or whatever. In 05 or 06? Yeah. 
And Interesting. that's another one of those things where if it's like really real and established and a quick Google search, like why, why do that? Right. Because continuity will get you. Yeah. Especially, especially today when it's super easy to Google things. Yeah. That's like true. was February 9th, a Saturday in 2005. Yes or no? Just look it up. Yeah. So, yeah. So he thinks that he's checked. Yes, I'm bringing a date because he always does. Mm-hmm. He's always optimistic. He always wants to leave the option open to bring someone. Exactly. So that was um, three months out. And then we cut to two months and 26 days later, a.k.a. four days to the wedding. And Ted still has no one to bring. Mm-hmm. Now, in the same vein of you usually don't get to bring a, a guest if you're not serious, why would you bring someone you've only been dating for less than three months to a wedding? Right. They're That's not going to have fun. Idea. They're not going to have no. fun. They're not going to know anybody, but, you know, that is classic Ted. Yeah, of course. We find out later about his random skank problem, but anyway. (laughs) uh, So Ted is asking Barney um, who he should bring, and Barney's, of course, just disappointed that Ted hasn't listened to any of his teachings over the years, Mm -hmm. um, that you never bring a date to a wedding, because why? That's like bringing a deer carcass on a hunting trip. (laughs) Stay classy, Barney. Real nice. A deer carcass. Yeah. But he's not too lowbrow because in the end he has to correct Ted. But it's not a metaphor. It's a simile. I love that. Ted, it's a simile. You think (sighs) like he's going to be, he's going to like yell at Ted about something having to do with the, uh, the, the dead deer carcass comment or something. He's like, Ted, it's a simile. Like, come on. God, Ted. Uh, So yeah. So Ted decides that it's, it's too late to change his mind now. He has mm-hmm. to bring somebody. It's too expensive a wedding to not bring somebody because a $200 piece of chicken or fish will go Ooh. uneaten. Um, $200 a plate, yowza. Yeah. And um, so he's talking aloud about who he should bring, but internally he knows who he wants to ask. And the audience knows who he wants the to ask. The audience knows who he wants to ask. It's Robin. It's always Robin. If you know, if you're haven't figured that out yet, 12 episodes in. Shame on you. Shame on you. He says that Robin is the big unanswered question in his life. Although Robin has answered the question several times with mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Um, though things did seem to shift a little bit last episode. But he is still not really out of the woods with her because Robin is still dating Derek. Derek. So, yeah, so they're still together even after New Year's Eve, after she left him in the limo to go make out with Ted. Well, kiss him. Oh. They're still together. So um, he's in the way. As far as Ted knows, he is in the way. Right. So we cut to the bar, and Robin walks up wearing a, like, light blue turtleneck and a gray peacoat. And at the time, mm. I remember when this episode, or it was, like, close to when it first aired, thinking like that, it was kind of like a cute outfit. And now I look at him like... It's a smart, smart little outfit. Yeah. yeah. You could pick up at uh, Old Navy. Or Dress Burn. Yes, yes. Uh, anyway, so Robin walks up and she's like, oh, Derek and I broke up. And everyone kind of looks a little sad except Ted. He reminds mm. me of Ralphie from A Christmas Story, kind of daydreamy <laughs> and like, oh, like thinking of all the possibilities of what yeah. this means. Yeah, and it also kind of probably to him feels like fate. Yeah, like, you know, oh my god, I need right. a date to the wedding, and she I, broke up with him. Yeah, I wanted to be her. I just, like, admitted to myself that I wanted to be her, and then voila. Yeah. Here and she is. Exactly. 
So Robin is kind of bummed, but she admits they never really clicked. And Barney makes Robin feel a lot worse with a comment <laughs> about how he's a billionaire, so he could put his platinum card on a fishing line and reel in 10 girls hotter than her. So she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get a drink. And she's not even clear of the table when Ted confesses that he, you know, his feelings for Robin are starting to resurface. Like he thought, like he really thinks he's been smooth at all. I know. And everyone's like laughing at like, duh, we know this, Ted, because you're not smooth at all. And it's so plain to see. Yeah, for real. And I wanted to see how long it took Ted from the time Robin says that she broke up to when he confesses that he sells feelings to her to when he actually goes after her. From the time Robin says she broke up with Derek, it's 25 seconds to when he confesses to the group that he still has feelings for her. And then it's one minute from when they broke up where Ted is then asking her out. So he's moving very quickly. He is the thirstiest man on, on the island. Yeah, so thirsty. And Lily says, you know, yeah, we know that Mm -hmm. your feelings have resurfaced because they were buried in a shallow grave. I love that line. Me too. Me too. So accurate. And I love her sweater here. Did you notice it? With the little lovebirds on it? Yes. She looked adorable. Such a cute little sweater. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. So, you know, Barney makes this offhand comment about how surprising it is that Claudia is even marrying Stuart because she is way, (laughs) way hotter than he is. Yeah. Uh, and Marshall's like, you know, I don't know, though. This, this wedding does sound pretty amazing. Fancy ballroom. Everyone dressed up. And Lily kind of roll her eyes, rolls her eyes because, you know, she wants to have a fun wedding. And Marshall <laughs> wants it to be lame. And it's, yeah. like, kind of flips that stereotype of, like, the groom not really wanting to be involved or not yeah. being involved. and. Mm-hmm. Marshall's like, you know, I've just, it's my wedding date too, and I've been dreaming about it, you know, since, and Lily finishes the sentence, since you were a little girl, (laughs) and Barney goes, what up, and then Barney and Lily high five, it's the first time that we get to see that, which is super pumped, because she got him with that sick burn. Yeah, and this is the first mention of wedding planning in in now 12 12 episodes. episodes. And the idea of, like, the outdoor wedding versus the formal wedding will come back around yeah. in, a, in a few episodes, in a while. Mm-hmm. So just look for that callback to the, to the two-wedding conundrum yeah. as, we, as we move through uh, the seasons. Um, the other thing, a little bit earlier in, this, in the uh, scene that I liked, when, was when Marshall kind of reviews with Ted how this kind of thing mm. goes when he tries to go after Robin. Yeah. He's like, love kicks Ted in the sprouts, roll credits. One of my <laughs> favorite lines in this episode. But Ted isn't wrong that Robin has sort of warmed up. No, absolutely He's not. not. Wrong. And she's never not liked him. She just didn't think that they were compatible because they don't want the same things. Right. But she just got out of a serious relationship with, well, serious-ish with, with, um, Derek, so it's not like she doesn't want that anymore. Yeah, I'd like if she doesn't want a serious relationship, then what's the point of dating? Because I feel like mm. for most people, that is the point of dating is to find someone find to settle down. Not sure, Barney, but he doesn't really date. No, you know, he just sleeps around. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that um, I don't know. Maybe she and Derek both didn't want to get married and have kids. Like maybe they both were kind of having fun, but he seemed like a pretty serious guy. So yeah, I don't know. yeah, he's probably a scumbag. 
Oh. He's too rich to be <laughs> a good guy. You heard it here first. <laughs> so we see Ted at the bar with Robin asking if she will be his plus one. And Robin's mm-hmm. like, oh, don't make it sound so romantic. So he kind of looks at her and stares and revises <laughs> and asks if she'll be his date. And she takes a second. It's like, yeah. And they have like a flirty little back and forth about how it's black tie. So you better bring your A game. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she's going to bring it. And they just kind of go back and forth. And she runs over to Lily and says she has four days to find a dress. And they're all so excited. It's a suicide mission because, oh, my God, four days to find a dress. As a skinny, beautiful woman in New York City. Yeah, real difficult. Rough, rough stuff. Yeah. Hardly could be anything, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they run out. And Ted is convinced that this is <clears throat> what he's been missing. This is what he needs to, like, solidify this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he really believed that this plan would work. You take a girl you really like, put her in a romantic setting. The stars line up. And Shazam. Yeah. It all works out. Yeah, but then he says, life is never that simple. Just as he's walking out of a dry cleaning store and into Claudia. Claudia. Who is one of my favorite recurring characters on the show because she's fucking nuts. She's crazy. She is crazy. In the best way. Oh, absolutely. Ah, oh, I love her here. She is perfection mm-hmm. as this... Fully stressed out, rich New York City bridezilla, just flipping out on the phone with someone down at a little uh, little bake shop. Mm. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about this bake shop yet, but maybe that's important that she's talking to the cake person. Yeah, well, it's her wedding, know. so that's important, huh, right? Yeah, probably nothing to that at all. No, she's like screaming at about her at her about Tahitian vanilla cake. So basic. I know. You know she got her dress at Kleinfeld. Oh, of course. If not somewhere even more exclusive. That like, we don't even know the name of. Exactly. Yeah. She wasn't at line in line for like a fucking sample sale. She no. spent, oh my God, I can't even imagine. I can't how, either. How much her dress was if the wedding was 400 grand, which we find out later. Um, yeah. So, so she's screaming at this baker person mm-hmm. that we do not know about and she says if my cake isn't tahitian vanilla i'll come down there and burn your little shop to the ground just <laughs> bitch is crazy crazy love mm-hmm. her so much ted hugs her and um he says you know it's it's everything's gonna be fine i'm really excited for the wedding and she said oh you should be there's gonna be a lot of single girls there <laughs> uh, and ted ted says oh, he's been bringing a date, and her face just falls. Mm -hmm. And she grabs him by the jacket. She's like, you did not check plus one. You are not bringing a date to my wedding. And this back and forth of like, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Um, And then she starts lawyering him, and it's perfection. Mm -hmm. You know, did I call you to get the name for a place card? What is she eating? Your story's full of holes. So, I mean, obviously, she knows her guest list. She, I, Oh, yeah. And Ted still won't believe her. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, men always have to mansplain, so. Right. There's uh, that. And so he, even after all of that, even after seeing how insane Claudia is about this wedding, he still says, how is there not one room for one more person? 
She said, don't make me hurt you, Ted. Now, Claudia is full of shit. Because there's always room for one more person. Because 20 to 30 people are not going to show up to your wedding. The day of, they will decide not to. Especially a wedding that big. Yeah. Don't you think? I would, yeah. I mean, unless this is, I mean, I guess it's a very expensive wedding and like the event of the season for the people in her life. But, I mean, I had 10 to 15 people not show up at my wedding. That was half of the people at my wedding, so. (laughs) Right, right. So, I mean, whatever. I would have handled this a lot differently than Ted, but Ted's a moron, so. Oh, yeah, Ted's a complete idiot. And he should have read the room and just, like, dealt with it himself instead of making his problem Claudia's problem. But that's Ted, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, she should be accounting for flakes, so I'm sure that that evening when a whole bunch of chicken and fish didn't get eaten, she realized that she'd been... A little uptight for no reason, but yeah, yeah, it's just how you are when you're a bride solo. Oh yeah, so we cut to the bar and Ted is pissed and he's like, "She is crazy! Like Claudia is crazy." Uh, and Barney points out, but she, to be fair, she's also hot, which <laughs> is a reference to something we'll hear later on called the hot crazy scale, which is yeah, very important math. It is very important math, and it's something uh, in our family we like to talk about and we use. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're judging women. <laughs> I love uh, it. And you know, like really, like who would you believe? Somebody who checked or didn't check a box and mailed something in three months ago, or someone who has been staring at and looking at all of this stuff, like and has the paper, has yeah. the physical evidence. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, but how could Ted be wrong, Caitlin? How could Ted possibly be wrong? You're right. He's not, Ted's not impulsive. No, of course not. And Marshall later points out, or in the scene, he points out that the only choice Ted has is to tell Robin she can't go and that it sucks. Yeah. But that's the only thing he can do. And Marshall's right because. But but Caitlin, it's Robin. Oh, fucking A. (laughs) (laughs) It's Robin. Right, the rules don't apply. Of course. There are no rules when it comes to Robin. Barney points out that. Yo, he probably did check no guess because deep down he did not want to date. Single is his default. And, you know, sorry. And then Barney starts to tell the story. (laughs) And I love this because it reminds me of Slutty Pumpkin where it's a story or something that another character is saying that's very familiar. So Barney starts telling a story about, you know, Ted, you know, it's. Uh, some in the back of your brain controlling your every little move, and Ted's like, "Oh God, it's it's a little Barney story." And Marshall and Ted know exactly what's coming, but Barney yep. just plows ahead, talking about how there's a little Barney controlling Ted's every move and saying, "Ted, you will not bring a date to this wedding." Mm-hmm. It's the id. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking of you and all your fancy psychological talk. Yeah, we um, do. We all have a little Barney. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's the fucking id. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's very true. We do have a little Barney, which is kind of creepy, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Ted's kind of looking a little nervous, you know, having to call Claudia to get her to change her mind. And like, like how is he going to do that? Which is just, again, ridiculous. But like you said, <sighs> it's Robin. Yeah, I wrote down, explain what, Ted? What are you going to explain to a woman who is planning a black tie wedding? Exactly. Like, 
what what are you going to say that she's going to want to hear from you two days before before her wedding? Right. The answer is nothing. Nothing. And nothing. Marshall says, no, Ted. She has enough to worry about. You have to tell Robin. So smart. Mm-hmm. Good man. And I love that um, when Barney's doing the little Barney voice. Yeah. Jason Siegel, you can tell he has such a hard time keeping a he's straight like, face. He's got this little like half smile, like kind of giggle starting. Yeah. I love um, it. And that's another one of uh, Neil Patrick Harris's frequently used voices that you'll hear throughout the series. Like the sure. goat. Like the goat voice. We'll add the little Barney voice to it. It seems like Marshall, it seems like Ted has taken Marshall's advice because when we cut to the next scene, Ted is in Robin's hallway, um, presumably about to tell her that she can't come to the wedding. Mm-hmm. So he knocks and Lily answers the door in an adorable sparkly little cardigan situation. So cute. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm always afraid to wear sparkly things in a non- like fancy set. Oh, I love sparkles all like day, do every more. day. Yeah, you should. Right? Yeah. So Ted's like about to tell Lily what's going on, but she cuts him off. She's like so pumped up to tell him all this stuff. And she says that she's been laying groundwork all day with Robin <laughs> about Ted. The theme of today is Ted rocks, which I love. So she's, such, she's such a good wingman. I know. It's, a, it's adorable. And the thing is, Robin has apparently been into it. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely different. And the other thing that Lily just has to tell him before he says anything is that they got the dress. Yes. And then she pushes open the door. And before we even see the dress, we see Ted mm-hmm. see Robin in the dress. And he looks like he's about to pass out. Yeah. He's just like awestruck. Blown away. Then we see the dress. And we see the blue horn still on her mantle in the background, yeah. which says something, I mm-hmm. think. Now, she's she's clearly feeling the look, right? Yeah. She And she went very va-va-voom, and I think she went va-va-voom for a reason. Yes, for Ted. You know, because you could go to a formal thing and, and look a little more demure, but mm-hmm. she went, like, fucking bombshell. Yes. A red dress, boobs up. Yeah. But, I mean, let's talk about the mechanics of the dress for a second. Because <laughs> I feel like it could have been more more wowing to me at least i thought it was very plain i didn't it I didn't, didn't like fit the her satin very well applique kind of yeah like the satin details Ugh. red on red first of all i don't love um the bust was like low and then cut tight yeah so it like cut her boobs in four yep it was not very flattering and it just didn't seem to it seemed too tight all over but i guess that's what she was going for i guess but I don't know. I tried to find out who designed it, but I mean, I think this was early on, so they probably didn't have big name designers yet. Yeah. But Robin's clothes get very high end and like she's wearing serious brands. Um, so I'll make sure to find that stuff for any fashion people out there. There you go. So she's really into it. Ted's really into it. And she says how excited she is. And Ted's about to tell her that she can't go with him. But I feel like we all know mm-hmm. he can't do it. No. So instead of saying, I'm sorry, you can't come, he says, pick you up at five. Mm-hmm. So now Ted has something that he needs to figure out in 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if he pulls it off. Yeah, so in the cab ride home, Ted confesses to Lily that he actually doesn't really have a plus one for the wedding. Ugh. And he claims, again, he checked plus one, but Claudia says he didn't. 
<laughs> Again, Claudia would know. Claudia so, would know. Yeah. So Lily starts talking about sneaking her in. And as a future bride, Lily, like, think about how much that would piss you off. Yeah, and also, this goes 100% against what she said earlier about yep. her own wedding, yep. which is that you can have a say, but the bride wins. Exactly. Like, yeah. you can have an opinion, feel free to have an opinion about our wedding, but I win because I'm the bride. Yep. And now she's telling him... To go that, call Stuart, Yeah. maybe Stuart will let. That the bride doesn't win. Everyone changes their opinion when it's about someone they care about, let me tell you. Right? Rules don't apply, I guess. <laughs> right. Then we uh, cut to Stuart and Claudia's apartment, and Stuart tells Ted, yeah, sure, of course, not a big deal. And totally chill. Yeah. Like, like, polar opposite of Claudia. Not a big deal. It's totally fine. And t- Ted admits that Claudia is like, well, you know, that's great because, you know, Claudia said, and Stuart, like, waves him <laughs> off. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, this morning she called our seven-year-old flower girl a whore. <laughs> She's stressed out. <laughs> oh my god, I love so her just, so much. I know. Oh, so that gives her you a, like a little window into like who this woman is. Oh yeah. How were you before your wedding? Were you stressed out? No. I was stressed oh. in that we got married. Like not a. I guess it was a destination wedding, kind of, but it was with, within the United States. But we had to travel for our wedding, and then we left immediately for our honeymoon which again involved all like car travel so we Mm. got married drove home like changed our bags which were already packed and then left for our honeymoon so it was kind of hectic for me because i had to pack stuff for the wedding pack stuff for our vacation i had to make sure we had everything we needed because where we were getting married there wasn't a lot of stuff close by so if i didn't have something that was it right yeah 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 so that was stressful for me, but um, otherwise, not too much. I was really, I was just excited. How about you? Yeah. I was a full fucking psychotic monster. <laughs> like, I wasn't mean to people. I, I, there was just a lot going wrong, but I'll save my um, everything goes wrong before your wedding story for a wedding in which everything goes wrong. We will see mm-hmm. that in season mm-hmm. two. I remember being in Claudia's position. I did not call a flower girl a whore. Because we did not have a flower girl, but I, but, um, but I get it. You you do things that you don't expect, but at, at the same time, it almost seems like Stuart's worried that this is like the new Claudia. Yeah, right. Yeah, because like Ted's like she's not usually like this, and Stuart's like no, but he's, he's kind of like, like stares off into middle distance, like wondering. Yeah, Ted's planting a, a seed in yeah. his head. Um, did you get any info about Claudia and Stuart? Who they are outside the show? I got a little tiny bit. Claudia's name is Virginia Williams, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, one thing. So Virginia Williams plays Claudia, and she's been in just like a bunch of stuff, mm. um, including a starring role on the Lifetime original series Monarch Cove, which, so, you know me, I love my Lifetime. And yeah. then Matt Bor- Boren, mm-hmm. who plays Stuart, had a part on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Dude, I saw that and I... So it's like um, one for each of us. I googled around. And Claudia's a psycho like me, so... She is full psycho. She was also on two soap operas. Oh, she has that kind of face. I'm not surprised. As the World Turns and... One Life to Live. Claudia was on, yeah, One Life to Live and As the World Turns. Matt Boren was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. How I Met Your Mother was like his longest gig. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's up to now, but... 
Um, I haven't seen the Sabrina episode with him in it yet, so. Oh, yeah, so let us know. Stay tuned, friends, if you give a shit. Oof, man. They are they are a couple that's just, like, apparently opposites attract. <sighs> that always makes me so nervous. Yeah, yeah, for real. Then we are back at the apartment. Marshall and Lily are there, and Lily's reading a wedding magazine, mm-hmm. and she's telling him, that a lot of couples are opting for a non-traditional wedding in the in the forest or in the woods. And this is one of the best back and forths in the whole show. Yes. And he says, well, if a magazine says it, let's go get married in the woods like a couple of squirrels. And she says, oh, Marshall, squirrels don't get married. And he gets so serious and, like, offended and yeah. says, like, you could possibly know that. And I just love him so oh, much. Oh, me too. He just loves like the mysteries of the universe and doesn't, yeah. you know, he's never, he's so, he's too pure for this world, really. He's open to the, yeah, he's open to the mystery and open to the unknown. So I, I'm sure, I'm sure he spent some time just like fantasizing about what a squirrel wedding looks like after that. So, oh, for sure. <clears throat> he's Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ted bursts in super happy that he can bring Robin and Marshall is very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, because he knows how Claudia reacted. And Ted tells him that he talked to Stuart, and Lily's very proud of him. Mm-hmm. And Marshall just groans. And he's like, oh, you went around the bride. And says that it's basically like poking a hornet's nest. Yep. And he did that for his own his own gains, which is a pretty classic Mosby action. Yeah. Pretty classic Mosby uh, step there. You know, get what you want by any means necessary without thinking of consequences, especially... The consequences that happen to other people. Right. Like, last episode with Mary Beth just, like, completely ignored her the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care when Robin's around. But Marshall turns on Lily to see if she knew about this. She admits that it was her idea. And he leaps into lawyer mode as soon as he hears Lily say, like, it's his wedding, too. Oh. Says, yeah. Oh, it's like that. Now it's different. So mm-hmm. you admit. You admit that it's a 50-50 kind of thing. And she said, sure, for the stupid stuff, like, who comes? <laughs> Which I love. And then there's plenty of room in the woods. So oh, I love that. She's nailing it. So, I mean, I feel like Marshall has to be with someone who can argue well if he's a lawyer. So. Oh, for sure. She always gives him a run for his money. Yeah. And then Claudia calls Ted. Uh-huh. And Ted makes Lily answer it because it was her idea. And in all fairness, I would not have put, picked up that phone. Oh, no. Right to voicemail. She's Fuck you, button. She's horrifying. Yeah. She scares the shit out of me. So Lily freezes, um, but eventually answers. And then you just get a shot of her, like, talking to Claudia and then being like, oh, no. And instead of just telling us what happened, they actually cut. They do a flash mm-hmm. to Claudia and Stuart's apartment. And this is another great scene where Stuart casually, like Stuart is, casually fills in Claudia about Ted bringing Robin. And then they use the this like fast forward feature to I like love sort that. of yeah, so like you get the beginning of the argument. And I feel like it's it's one because Ted wasn't there and also because it's probably like every argument they have, right? Yeah. So you can just like skip through to the best parts. Yep. It jumps over like these big patches of the argument, but you get all the all the highlights. So mm-hmm. first it's you're always undermining me at every turn and then Stuart says it's all about you and then she says and, and your, your mother. mother. <laughs> calling all the time and then it speeds up again 
So, I mean, at that point, once the mom comes up, that's like oh, a it's nuke. Just, yeah. Then you're just fighting about your entire lives. Oh, yeah. Gloves are off. Yeah, pulled yeah. out her earrings. Ooh, that's bad, girl. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows don't don't bring up the moms. Yeah, um, leave them out of it. Yeah. And we do see at another, at another time in another season, we see two characters who have been together for a while have a fight that sort of spawns other fights, mm-hmm. which is kind of similar to this. And then the fight ends, and Stuart says the wedding's off and storms out. And I feel like if this is happening to you the day before your wedding, oh. you probably shouldn't be getting married. Yeah, yeah. It just... I don't know what it would take for me to threaten someone and cancel my wedding the night before. Like, even if you don't mean it, then that just says, like, you have an immature relationship where you're yeah. where you're going to say things to purposely <sighs> hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're yeah. going to say that to hurt them. Or, like, say something so big like that and mm-hmm. in such, like, an offhand, flippant way is just even more of, like, a fuck you. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But well, he... all right, the wedding's off. Right, but he totally believes it like he yeah, really thinks done. it so like yowza um so then it cuts back to the apartment lily's still on the phone and she tells marshall and ted that they broke up marshall swats ted with the mm-hmm. magazine and fucking ted says it's not because of me is it and they sort of shut up ted i know of course it's because of you um and then we get a split screen of lily talking to claudia and claudia crying she's now in a cab mm-hmm. um and she's talking about how you know, her dad paid for this huge wedding, and he's going to kill me. Then he's going to kill Ted. Then I'm going to kill Ted. <laughs> I just love that. Even underneath all this hurt and pain, she's still psycho Claudia. Oh, yeah. Just ready to... And pissed. Ready to square up yep. at, any, at any moment. Um, and then Lily's phone rings, because Lily's on Ted's phone, and Ted picks it up. And there's, like, a lot of phone switcherooing happening, mm-hmm. which reminds me of a little scene... Later this season, feels a little like foreshadowing hmm. of characters picking up the wrong phone on accident. Yes. Yes. Wink, 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 wink. We won't yes. say anything else. No, we won't. Um, so it's Robin calling. Of course. Robin calling Lily to let her know that she got some awesome shoes. Um, so she's talking to Ted and Ted like quickly gets off the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, you know, oh, she's so excited. Do you think she's into me? Marshall, Marshall. just says, Ted, focus. I love when Ted focus. Marshall, I mean, he just has like unlimited endurance for Ted's bullshit. Uh, He does. Well, they've been friends a long time. They were roommates, so you you know each other very well. Bless him. He needs he needs a Marshall in his life to be like focus every once in a while. Yeah. Um. So Marshall develops the game plan, even though he had nothing to do with this situation. He's been the voice of reason the whole time. He says, "Lily, go to the bar and comfort Claudia." Ted and I are going to go fix this with Stuart. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, $400,000. Holy shit. What what cost that much? They Menus, must have like 600 dress, people. They must yeah. have like 600 people at this wedding. Like something insane. Photographer. Yeah. I, I remember when we got married looking at photographers for our small wedding. Like, yeah. And it was like $15,000 what yeah yeah we're like no as soon as we got the price back no thank you nice just not not really what we're looking for oh my god yeah what so you... i everything 
I guess at that level is just magnified. Like you got to get a good imagine, photographer. And... Imagine the tablescapes at that wedding. Unreal. So we cut to the bar. We see Claudia drinking. She's like downing a drink and Barney comes over and starts to comfort her, calls her sad eyes and he's like two uh, vodka cranberries and she goes, oh, you remembered. And Barney says, when it comes to you, how can I forget? And then I love this, looks at the bartender, who's not Carl, and says, they all drink vodka cranberries. (laughs) I want to know how Barney knew. Like, was he just making time in the bar or like... Did he just, like, feel it in his, like, Barney senses that Claudia was available? Probably both. I know. I feel like he has a little bit of magic to him. So I, He does. He just, like, sniffed it on the wind. He's yeah. like, mm-hmm. someone's I, desperate. I love Claudia's outfit, too. She is the best dressed in every single scene, which makes yeah. sense because she has the most money. Right. She has a $400,000 wedding, so of course she's going to look the little Amazing. cardigan with the, the, the jewels. Oh, and the, the skirt. Pearls. Everything fit her perfectly. The colors oh, yeah. looked great. Neutrals. A, yeah. Obsessed. Classy she does, bitch. She does well in all but one area, which I'll get to. Well, in terms of dress. Oh. Dressing. Is it the choker? Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about that just, later. Yeah. Yeah. So then we cut to Stuart's apartment. Well, Stuart and Claudia's apartment for the time being. And Ted is trying to apologize while Stuart is packing his shit. Like, like they haven't just called off the wedding. They have, like, called off everything. everything. Like, I mean, I guess at that point you kind of have to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to say, I'm not marrying you tomorrow. I'm not. I don't want a life with you at all. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Um, so he's packing his shit and he's, you know, he says, no, don't apologize, Ted. Like you might've done me like the biggest favor of my life. Mm -hmm. And so at this point he starts saying like, I miss being single. I want to get married someday, but right now getting married isn't who I am. I'm not a commitment guy. I'm a single guy. So it's like that idea again, like Barney said earlier of like deep down your default being single. Right. And that some people, that's what their default is. Mm Mm-hmm. However, I mean, Stuart's been with Claudia since, like, college? Yeah. Right? They're college friends, right? Yeah. So he's been suppressing his default for a long time, if that's true. Um, But then Ted comes through with some truth Mm -hmm. in the nick of time, as he always does. He always ends up redeeming himself. Right. And he said, you don't have to be one or the other. Everyone feels like both. You feel like a single person. you You feel like a commitment person. Both can exist in you at the same time. That doesn't mean you have to blow up your entire life. Right. Um, <clears throat> so then he starts, like, that was a great point. But then he starts just, like, spouting off platitudes about relationships, about how they're hard work and sacrifice. And it's like Stuart can tell that he's out of his depth. Because he's like, right. why, would I, why would I listen to you? You're not even in a relationship. Yeah. Who are you to give me any sort of advice? Yeah. So Ted tags in Marshall guy who's been in a relationship for nine years and marshall seems kind of hesitant to give his mm-hmm. his two cents but he does and the first thing he says is "Stuart, don't get married it's like, which what? is like exactly the opposite of what you think marshall's going to say right right um but he's been there listening to Stuart talking and so he mm-hmm. says you know the you know the sacrificing and the compromising it's hard but it's easy if it's right. the right girl 
Like, of course, it's big changes, but it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel hard. Mm -hmm. It's very uncomplicated, actually, when it's the right person. Yeah. Um, And I love that he says, if it's not the easiest thing in the world, she's not the one. Hello, Ted! (laughs) Are you listening? Gigantic red flag from your best friend. Are you listening to this? Please, God. Like, if it's not easy, she is not the one. And that goes for everybody out there listening. Yeah. If someone is making you suffer to be with them in any way, if it's hard and you're crying and you're hurt and you feel sick, and you think that that's normal it's not it's not no it's not normal sacrificing your whole entire person to be with someone is not Mm -mm. normal you will find the person that is easy i promise for sure i didn't mean to get like serious right there but (laughs) for real if it's not the easiest thing in the world they are not the one if you've been waiting for a sign take this as your sign dump him look at you Dispensing life advice. Hey man, I wish I'd I wish I'd heard it earlier, and I, I wish know. I'd listened. You know. Yeah. Because sure. I watched I watched this show. Yeah. And it just went right over my head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just just keep that in mind, friends. Have fun, but know that if you're suffering, it's not the right thing. No. Anyway, that gives Stuart a lot to think about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, so he kind of sits down. And one line that I just wanted to roll my eyes out of my head over was Stuart talking about I see some super hot model chicken I think uh, why am I with Claudia I could be with her and Ted laughs because it's ridiculous and I, I wrote down ah to have the self esteem of a mediocre hetero white dude right god Stuart this whole episode Barney's been talking about how ugly Stuart is so that was like amazing yeah, he's that he would not, say that he's not attractive at all Ooh-wee. maybe to somebody but well, he has all this self-esteem because look at his hot fiance. Like, she's yeah, yeah, she's way hotter. Fucking smoke show. So back at the bar, Claudia and Barney are snuggled up, and she is very drunk in mm-hmm. like really no time at all. And you know, speaking of where is Lily? She was upstairs. Yeah. So you know, Barney orders two more drinks. So they've already drank the first round, and now they're on a second round, and Lily is still not there. Yeah. And, Get the let out, Lil. Yeah, come on. So Claudia thanks Barney for listening. And Barney's <laughs> like, yeah, you know, isn't this just so weird that it would happen? Two, two souls of equal levels of attractiveness. And it's going <laughs> on and on. And Lily finally comes in and grabs him by the ear and starts screaming about him and making all these crazy threats about you know, feeding him his testicles and... I'm going to squeeze those peanuts you call testicles. Yes. And I'll squeeze them so hard your eyes will pop out. And then I'll feed them to you like grapes. And he's like, which ones? One of each. Yeah, one of each. <laughs> and, that's uh, so good. Barney looks a little worried. And then that's when we see Stuart, Ted, and Marshall come in. And Stuart rushes over. And they apologize to each other. And they make up and decide to get married. Yeah. But I, like, I'd still be pissed. Like, you don't. Yeah, but she's drunk, and I think she's so drunk. I I think she's also. I mean, she's not a dumb person. Yeah, she's not like a dumb bridezilla. Like she's a very smart person. So it seems like she's realized, probably with the few drinks and him like calling off the wedding, that she's been a monster. 
you know? True, true. And, like, right. maybe this wouldn't have happened if she hadn't been a full monster, like, the whole time. I, that's very true. I was thinking more, like, I'd be pissed at Stuart for saying something like that as though yeah. it doesn't matter. But you're right. She was being, she called the seven-year-old a whore. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she, and that's, I mean, that seven-year-old was probably related to them, too. Like, oh, yeah. It's probably her... One of their nieces. That's awful. A young cousin or sibling. Yeah. And at the time, I, I mean, Stuart didn't say it for no reason. Like, he really meant it. It wasn't yeah. like some, like, he was ready to move out if the guys hadn't gone over there. But, of course, all this had to happen to teach Ted a lesson. Right. Um, but Stuart says, you know, when Marshall told me not to marry you, and Claudia, like, lunges at him. What? So she's still pissed. Oh, yeah. She's pissed about things, but. And he says, don't worry, these guys got us back together. And then, fucking Ted. So, where'd we land on the whole Ugh. plus one thing? And Claudia lunges again. I, if I were Stuart, I would have let her go. Yeah. When Stuart says, these guys got us back together, it's like, this guy split you up. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, clearly they had a lot of other issues, but like none of this would have happened if Ted hadn't been so thirsty for Robin. And then we see Ted in a tux at Robin's door, which is... Reminiscent of the pilot when he came back to kiss her in his right. suit. And we hear a little voiceover that says, you know, Claudia eventually agreed to let Ted bring Robin after three vodka cranberries. So <laughs> we know he's there to pick Robin up. Right. Um, she's looking a little bit better than she yeah. was when we first saw the dress. I mean, it still doesn't fit her right, but whatever. Her hair's a little bouncier looking. Yeah, I wish she'd worn her hair up. Me too. And had like, um, like a shawl or something, like a little yeah. something. It just feels too naked for... Like a formal wedding and then to mm-hmm. not do your hair. She should know better. You know, she was mm-hmm. on a date with a hundred billionaire or right. millionaire, whatever. You know what I mean? She's yeah. been to fancy events. She should know. There should have been an updo. Yeah. It should have and, been more wow for yeah. real. But anyway, he's blown away because it doesn't matter. It's Robin. She could wear a, a potato sack and he'd love her. She mm-hmm. looks beautiful. These are quibbles. These are quibbles. Yeah, just being petty. <laughs> just being bitches. Because we weren't invited to a $400,000 wedding, so. No. Eat it. Oh, and of course, Robin gets a call just Talk as they're about phone. to go. Mm-hmm. And it's the station, and they want her to anchor the news for the first time. Anchor the nightly news. Right. So this now. is a, a big break for her. I mean, it's still Metro News One, which is nothing, but this she's is, moving up. Yeah, she's moving up. This is a step she hasn't had before. And I'm glad that at least in this moment, see, this is the stuff like Ted always redeems himself. Like, you're just about to find him insufferable, and then he stops being a giant baby. So I think a lot of guys who are like Ted would have made Robin feel really bad in this yeah. moment. You know? And they would have yeah. kind of, like, they they probably would have made her, not made her, but sort of talked her into going to the wedding. And he didn't. He just said, do it, do it, do it. And that's all he said. He didn't want any explanation. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Try anything. He genuinely wanted her to follow her dreams. Because he does care about her. He really cares and about her. And he knows how important this is. Yeah. Grand scheme, it's not a big deal. Yeah. If she goes to the wedding. Yep. Um, so she says, yeah, I'll go. And as she's like, as the scenes are transitioning, this song swells up. It's called Laundry Shop by a band called Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the lyrics are, some of the lyrics, it's very few lyrics. And it's, I see a million faces still. My heart embraces only you, and there's nobody else like you. There's nobody else like you. There's nobody else like you. Oh. That's like, oof. 
Ted yeah, feels. That's Ted, Ted feels all day. Ted, you know, ends up going to the wedding alone. Mm, yeah. Um, and he's sitting there with Barney, and we see Lily and Marshall dancing. And I loved the color the of teal. that dress. The teal, yeah. With her hair and her oh, skin that's tone. Oh, so good. Oh my God, I rewound and rewatched. Mm. Just like, I mean, it's a slam dunk for a, a redhead to wear a teal. Absolutely, Beautiful she looks choice. stunning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. Marshall's like, hey, you know, this wedding is awesome and it's indoors. <laughs> and they also are talking about how the crab puffs are delicious. And Lily's like, yeah, they were delicious. We should definitely have those at our wedding. And they finally agree on something. <sighs> One little thing. And then immediately disagree about the sauce. But <laughs> finally something. And, the, and then the wedding has begun to get planned. Yeah, yeah. Which is exciting. It's a huge decision. It's a big mm-hmm. step forward. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they don't know exactly if these crab puffs will be in a fancy ballroom or out in the woods, but they know they want to have crab puffs, and they there both will agree be on that. Crab puffs. Yeah. And I love the way he like looks at her after she yells at him about his taste buds and just says, "I love you." And it's like, for me, like watching that, he must have just been internalizing this stuff all day about Stuart and Claudia, and just watching them interact with each other and like how close they came to breaking up and he probably just feels so grateful to have lily yeah and to be having this silly little fight yeah you know when when other people are like falling apart so one thing i love about chris like he reminds me of marshall in that way like i'll get mad about something and like yell and he just laughs at me and it's like i love you like you're just being ridiculous right now and just like is genuinely enjoying me getting upset i know that sounds weird but yeah um yeah. So sweet. He's just like, I love you, Lily. I just thought that was so cute. I love I them. I do, too. They're the best. Oh, Speaking of other great yeah. couples, Claudia and Stuart come over. <laughs> yeah. And they want to meet the girl that almost broke them up. Yep. And Ted then has to explain that she couldn't make it. And <laughs> Claudia kind of chuckles. and You expect kinda... her to flip out. Yeah. And she's just like, plan a wedding. And, yep. I mean, at that point, you just have to laugh. Yeah. Oh, the day of? You don't give a shit. No. No. You're getting married. It doesn't... None of the other stuff matters. Like, I remember waking up and just being like, let's do it. Yeah. You know? And nothing bothered us the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was just smooth. Didn't matter. So, yeah. None of it mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Puts things into perspective. So, yeah. this is... So we get to see Claudia's dress. Claudia, who looked great in every other scene, and then yeah. looked expensive in every yeah. other scene. Oh, nothing what about is this. This look. Her hair looked awful and matronly. Mm, matronly the dress, good work. and then this thick choker and this. Uh, it looked like she took a fancy sheet. And clasp it mm. behind her because she had this weird like fabric hanging down, like it was too big. Yeah, like, it was just... yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> the wedding dresses definitely get better for the most part. For the most part, yeah. yeah. But this was not Eesh. what you would expect. In my mind, I like to think that Claudia's overbearing mother is the mm. one who chose it. Good call. Yeah, it was probably a Kleinfeld situation where the person paying for it. Kind of the last yeah, word. Like, nope, this is the one we're getting. So Yeah. And I feel like she has a sister somewhere that was really happy that she didn't look that great on her wedding day. <laughs> you know? She yeah, seems, definitely. She seems the type. Or at least a few bridesmaids. Yeah. Probably all the bridesmaids. I bet. Yeah. They all fucking hate her. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's how she chose them. Frenemies. 
Mm-hmm. Girls Love are so it. weird. I know. And Ted has this moment watching Lily and Marshall dancing and realizes that that's how it should be. It should be yeah. easy. And it's mm-hmm. not easy with Robin. And on yeah. some level, there needs to be that easiness. So he starts to realize maybe as much as he likes her, is it? Yeah, he's kind of like pivoting, yeah. pivoting outward again. You know, he's kind of been very tunnel vision on Robin. And then all of a sudden he's like, maybe there's something. I don't know what, but maybe there's something easier. Uh-huh. And, you know, it kind of opens his vision a little bit. Speaking of easy, bridesmaids, <laughs> Ted. Barney. Good old Barney. Always the same through and through. And Claudia comes back over with the RSVP card with that Ted filled out. With the fucking receipts. Receipts. Yeah, With the receipts. You. Claudia brings receipts. Don't Beth, fuck with Claudia. You know what? This bitch and I would be friends. No shit. We would be friends. I love Claudia. I love everything she's in. I love how mean she is to her husband. I yeah. love everything about her. Yeah. she's Claudia is goals. Hell yeah, man. And she just like hands him the card and it very <laughs> clearly shows that he checked that he was coming alone. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. You burnt. Yeah. You burnt. Uh, <laughs> has this moment like Stuart, like, you know what? Maybe that is who I am. Maybe... Yeah. Maybe I should just be single. And then Barney and Ted have this back and forth where they realize that being single is awesome. You get to stay out as late as you want. You answer to no one. No never farm. having No farmer's markets. Never no having farmer's to go to farm. I laughed out loud. I was like, oh, my God. I think yeah. about that every time I go to a farmer's yeah. market. I'm like, this yeah. is such a couple thing to do. Oh, it my is. God. It Whatever. Is. It's the best. Haters to the left. Mm-hmm. Except when you get arrested on the way home from one. But I'm not going to put this in the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so good. So good. That's a story for not this podcast. Not this podcast, yes. Uh, Barney starts to do his <clears throat> math, you know, with the girl ratings of there's a couple of eights and a seven. And he's willing to give Ted an eight and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of fades out. And uh, future Ted starts doing his voiceover you know there's two single guys and he had really led himself to believe that this was the night that was going to be like the big turning point for him that's when his real life would actually finally begin Mm. with robin he assumed yeah Yeah. right with robin and you know future 10 narrates that you know the funny thing is he wasn't totally wrong and, you know, until we see Ted kind of looking around and he sees somebody and we follow his gaze and we see a woman who's playing with the straw in her drink and kind of like looking around and eventually they lock eyes and yeah. she smiles at him. So pretty and interesting. And Death Cab for Cuties playing in the background. Yeah. Soul meets body. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful song. Yeah. And it's honestly amazing. Ted is a perfect example of what you start to see the minute you make yourself available. Yeah. Once you're open to it. you Once you're open. That, you know, that's a really great way of putting it. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I thought about this once when I was single. I was watching a meteor shower. Mm-hmm. And you can only see a little part of the sky, right? Right. So you have no idea what's happening everywhere else in the sky behind you. 
So it's the same thing with relationships. If you're just trained on one person, you have no idea what you're missing in the rest of the sky. So you got to look around. Good idea. That's like a great... Keep your head on a swivel, as my wife says. Great metaphor. Right? Uh, So who is she, Caitlin? I don't know. I don't know either. She's beautiful, wouldn't you say? Sorry, I think I lost you there. Did you say something? (laughs) Sorry, I went through a tunnel. (laughs) Yeah, bad service. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, so what did you think of this episode? It's okay. Yeah. It felt long for me. It was 14 scenes. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a long one. Yeah, I like, I guess, you know, one of our fans had said something about, like, the season one back and forth with Ted and Robin. Yeah. I guess it's more because I know how the rest of the seasons are and how we get to know so much more than just Ted and Robin. And we get to yeah. see so much more about the characters. And I'm just yep. anxious for that part. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad episode. No, but it's been a lot like, um, so what What I wrote down is that it's for the past sort of, I guess now 12 episodes, it was a lot of very basic character building. Yeah. You know, because we don't know these people at all. It's the first season. Right. And this is, to me, it feels like the first episode where things took a kind of a big step, like sort of comparatively or relatively. Yeah. Because now we see Robin and Ted wanting each other, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen yet. It seems pretty obvious that they both like each other at the same time for the first time. Right. Um, Marshall and Lily are talking about their wedding now. Mm-hmm. So there's a date for a wedding on the horizon, which we did. We haven't heard anything about their wedding in episodes, like many, right. many episodes. Um, and then there's this new person opening up for Ted. And we don't know anything about her, but... The way they frame it and the way he mm-hmm. says, like, the night was just beginning. It seems like this person, it's this woman, might be important, right? So it's like, you feel like a little bit of momentum. Like, oh, shit, what's going to happen next episode, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, And what's going to happen with Marshall and Lily? Barney's still Barney. Mm-hmm. But that changes soon, too. Game mm-hmm. night. So he's got some stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, but it feels like there's definitely momentum ramping up. Um. And like I said at the beginning, we're going to save our opinions about this newcomer until next episode. We shall. So, Caitlin, before we do our legendary moments, I have a surprise for you. I don't really like surprises, but I promise you'll like this one. All right. You know me well enough to know what I like and what I won't like. So, So, one of our fans has made your dreams come true. (gasps) Did we get a... Like a voice. We got Memo. a voice. <gasps> Yay! Oh my god! Of course. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So my life. I can't. Every episode, we tell you guys to write in, um, or tweet us, or Facebook us with your legendary moment for an episode. And last week, Caitlin told the world. She told the universe that she wanted someone to record their own voice. Yeah, I felt like it would make us legit. Like a radio call-in. Yeah, I'm a big fan of NPR. Yeah, so (laughs) luckily we have some of the best listeners in the world. Mm -hmm. And Miranda, our our ride-or-die chick, 
sent us oh. a voice memo with her oh, girl, legendary moment. She sent us a voice memo with her legendary moment for the wedding. So let's play that now. Hi, ladies. It's Miranda. I just finished watching the wedding, and I figured I'd give you guys a shout out. Uh, this is one of my favorite episodes. When you go to season seven, eight, nine, you see parts of this wedding in them, and everything gets wrapped up all nice and neat. That's one thing I do love about Carter and Craig. They did pretty much contain everything nice and neatly, and I do like that. My favorite legendary moment from this one is pretty much Marshall sitting there at the bar with Lily and Barney and him saying, I want a nice wedding. I want this and I want that and I want shoes. And I've been dreaming about this since I was. And before he could finish, she can say, was a little girl. It was probably the funniest moment. Even when she high fives Barney is hilarious. I I truly enjoy this episode. And I can't wait until next episode to figure out which one of you two is anti the person that we saw at the end of the show. I hope you both are keeping warm here in Illinois. It's pretty cold. Have a good day. Oh my god, she's the sweetest. She is the best. Let's oh. I I noticed something though, Miranda. You say you don't like Lily. Mm. But two weeks in a row you've had good Lily moments. So maybe she's not all that. Keep your keep your heart open to Lily Aldrin. Cause she she's the best. And maybe through my commentary, I will bring you over to the, the redheaded side of things, Miranda. <laughs> but thank you so much for sending that oh in. Oh, my God. You made my life. Such a good amazing. moment, too. Yeah. Very funny. Lily totally owned him. I love it. And I love, I just love the interactions with Lily and Barney, too. Yeah. So that was really awesome. So thank you, Miranda. And yeah, so next week you will find out <clears throat> how Which we one? feel. Yeah, which one of us? I don't know, because she didn't tell us what she, what she thinks of this person. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how she feels. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what's going on with that. So what's your legendary moment for the set? Oh, that is a very easy one. Yeah. It is for sure when Lily and Marshall are talking about squirrels getting married. <laughs> and Marshall says... Like you could possibly know that. Oh, I put that one down too. That was one of, of my. Of course you did. That was yeah. Of course I did because we have the same exact sense of humor. Yeah. Um, what was that, your other one? My other one was when uh, Lily was basically threatening Barney with testicular violence <laughs> in the bar. Just such a good back and forth. Yeah, I, I, I get. I love the two of them together. Yeah, they had they had an excellent rapport this episode. So I agree. So yeah, I guess that's. That's the wedding. Can't wait for a drum roll, please. Drum roll, please, is up next. Whew. Mm. It's going to be a big one. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening this week, guys. If you don't know, we post new recaps of How I Met Your Mother every Thursday. So be sure to subscribe on iTunes and or SoundCloud so you'll never miss an episode. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like it, leave us a review on iTunes helps us out, helps other people like you find us. And if you want to be like Miranda and our other friends that have sent us legendary moments. Yes. Which please. is so amazing. It's so good. We Thank love you guys. It. Uh, you can email us um, in either type or voice memo. And also you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Hey Beautiful Pod. We hope you'll come back next episode. 
because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All. Sorry, I had a seltzer before filming. I'm very gassy. (laughs)